Hi, and welcome back to CEO Academy. My name is Olivia Milliner. And I'm Emma Bywater. This is a place for girls to learn from accomplished and inspiring women who are changing the world. Tune in weekly to hear from strong and empowered women who are leading the force for change. We are so excited to have you and we hope you enjoy. We just kind of wanted to like get your background a little bit, like where you were from, where you, where you grew up and what you've done, like your hobbies and past before you started Friend to Friend. Or what I was like when I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very long time ago, girls. Um, I grew up, I was born in Salt Lake City, but moved when I was three. My dad's a professor. So I moved to the East Coast. So I lived about an hour outside of Boston in a beautiful area of, by the Mohawk Trail. So it was an awesome, anyone that's ever been to Boston knows where Mohawk Trail is. So I grew up in a high school that had probably about only 300 people because it was a small college town. But I, um, my personality was all over the place. I don't know how to put it any better than that, other than I loved everything. I was a dancer, all of that kind of stuff. So I did sports, I ran track, I just loved it all. So I loved people. Because then you later go on to become a dance teacher. Is that my correct? I did. For 25 years, I owned a dance studio. Wow. That's so cool. So I did. I had about 450 kids and then I sold it. Wow. Yeah, it was fun. We didn't compete. We were a performing arts company. So we did a lot of our performances for charity because my love was in humanitarian work. So that's what I went to after. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So... Where did you where did you go to college and what was it like? What did you major in? Stuff like that. <laughs> okay, so this is the interesting about thing about college. I ended up at the University of Utah running on a scholarship as a sprinter okay. at the U, but then met my cute husband Steve, who you know, <laughs> and ended up getting married young. And then, then having a baby while I was in school. So I never finished. But I always wanted to finish. But I never, ever had time because I kept having children. And um, But yet, I felt like... So my husband felt bad that I didn't get to school. And so he ended up um, helping me start the dance studio. And I went and got a certificate so I could run the studio. But I also then... Um, what was I going to tell you? We... So it's, but I want to say to everybody, don't do what I did. Luckily, I had a lot of leadership experience and I could do what I'm doing now because of the leadership experience, but go to college and get your degrees, even with children, a little different when I was younger. That's all, I didn't that you like were a sprinter and then dance, all that. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. That. Oh, it's fun. I, I'm a, the sprint coach at the high school. So both of you need to run for me. Okay. How many, did you start that last year? Is that what you did? I did. Loved it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Then we only had one meet. And then, boom, COVID. Uh, right. What was the studio called, your dance studio? That you um, well, it was first Masquerade. Masquerade. Okay. It was Laughing Bear. Then it turned into Prodigy. Prodigy. Partners and more teachers. Mimi Jones taught for me. Okay. A lot of teachers. A lot of teachers you know. Yeah. It was awesome. That's yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's... So... When after you were like doing your dance studio for so many years, what made you decide to switch over to just completely friend to friend and nonprofit organization? Well, if I can be religious, God told me to, <laughs> and I'm going to be religious because that's that's who I am. 
Um, everything I do, I follow inspiration completely. So if, if God tells me to switch, I switch. I saw the writing on the wall. I just knew exactly that I needed to sell the studio. The studio sold in two weeks for a lot of money. So I knew it was right. I became PTA president at um, Cottonwood Elementary. And then after that, I became the board chair of the Granite Education Foundation. I did a lot of, I was on boards like Choice Humanitarian and some of those big boards. I was up at the U on a board. So I started my humanitarian work right after that. That's where God wanted me to be. And I knew it. So I needed to lead out on all of that. And it's every single step of the way, every leadership position I've had has guided me to know what I need to do experience wise. So it's pretty cool. That is so cool. That is really cool. So how did you come up with the idea for Friend to Friend? Well, okay. So my trip to, I had been on two trips with Choice Humanitarian. I had gone to um, India and then to Africa. Um, on my African trip, we went with a bunch of kids from East and um, I fell in love with the area. It was Mambalazi as we were in the village of Samburu and Mambalazi. And these kids had raised some money and, um, and they named not the school, but it was a building after uh, East High School. They called it East High School. It was hilarious. Okay. So I went back home. And I felt like I wanted to do something. We needed to connect communities. I'm really big on community work. I, everybody needs to come together. If you're going to be a good leader, you connect your community and you connect your people. You don't do everything by yourself. That's huge. Okay. Um, it's not just Jen's show, right? It's or Jen's food pantry or Jen's friend to friend. I have a committee. I have boards. I have kids. You kids who are in friend to friend are amazing. So, um, so when I, where was I? What were ta- what was I talking about? Help me, because I'm old. You, um, you got the idea. Yeah, okay, the idea. So I got the idea and I went back. I was PTA president-elect. Kelly Harris was my president, the president. And I said, Kelly, we need to do something to learn more about Africa. So, or to connect kids to different communities in the world. So that's kind of what we did. We started Friend to Friend on an elementary school level. We had pen pals. My, my kids, my older married kids have their pen pal letters still to the kids in Africa mm-hmm. and India. Friend to Friend was created all the way back then when you're... All the way back then. When Michael, my 32-year-old, was in fourth grade. Sixth I grade. Sixth no grade. idea. in fourth grade. Yeah. yeah. Long time ago. But we started as a PTA. So they did it. So we spent two weeks. So it was in the curriculum. They wrote it into the curriculum. So we learned how to eat their, I mean, we ate their food for a week. We wore the, they made their congas. They wore them all over school. Um, We did a lot of things. So we learned about Africa. Then we learned about India. And then we raised tons of money for both schools. And each in those areas of those, like Mambalazi, Africa, and Voodoo Moody, India have schools named Cottonwood Elementary School. So we did a big fundraiser. It was so much fun. Big event. And then um, after that, the next time I felt worried because there was a lot of bullying at Cottonwood High or Cottonwood Elementary School, a lot of bullying going on, a lot of stuff. My, I had my, my adopted girls there at the time. This was later. Later, we had won a, P, a big state PTA award for the program. And I threw the, I threw the award in the closet. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need that. Up. That's why we don't do things for awards. And so um, Laura Maxfield was, remember Laura? Do you know Laura? 
She was um, PTA president. She found it in a closet. She said, what is this, Jen? What is this? And I was back in elementary school with my adopted girls with Grace and Kate. And she said, we need to bring this back. And I said, well, only if I do it locally. So we did it locally there and we did it for each other. So we took care of one another. It was really fun. Then when my girls graduated from sixth grade, both of them, we ended up and we took it as a nonprofit and we got a 501c3 and that's how it was born. So, and then we made it and, and every year we progressed because that's what you do. You progress and you change and you innovate and you create and you make it better and better. And now we're up to almost 300 kids in the program. So, Wait, so how many years has, or like how long has the friend to friend, like what we're doing right now? That was mm-hmm. born in which year again? Sorry, did you already mention that? Okay, well, when I started as a 501c3, yeah, uh, which is a nonprofit status, right? As a community. And then, and then, okay, so we had that for about four years. So okay. it's, it's been about four years. But then it's been about eight. This is our eighth year. But it was, because Gracie was, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, yeah, it's about our eighth year this year. But it's been, it's been a club at Olympus as well as a 501c3 in the community. So he kind of lets us, Mr. Prashan lets us do what we need to do yeah. in the community, but he wanted us to be able to use the facility for free. Mm-hmm. Don't ever tell anyone that. Generous. Yeah, so, that <laughs> oh, he's an amazing principal. He's going through a lot of stuff right now, but he's an amazing principal. Amazing, amazing. So then he asked us to do the food pantry after that. So it's been... And that's so, been successful because I see so many like, yeah, kids there every day. Yeah. We got, you guys, we got three huge food drops today that were the size of flatbeds in different communities, neighborhoods. So we have got liaisons out in the community. And like your mom, Emma, your mom's one of them, Megan Soph in your area, one of our liaisons. And so they bring in things that we need. So we develop fresh food bags to go home on the weekend. So these are... This has never been around before for the kids. Like, how are these kids getting food? No, well, that's the problem, Mr. Prashan. We changed boundaries, so we were we were boundary. We were not down in South Salt Lake where Granite Park Junior is. So they changed boundaries. Mill Creek Elementary has always had a food pantry. When I was board chair of the foundation, we started all the food pantries in the school. But then this pantry, I told Mr. Prashan I wouldn't do it unless it was fresh food because I don't want to send home kids with canned goods. So mm-hmm. they need to eat healthy. If I, they're like my kids, it's like, you gotta, you know, so we get to know the families. We know how many kids are in their families. We're serving about 50 families right now. Wow. Oh so, yeah. It's fun. That's, that's great. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Um, so you said that you were like, you're driven and you're motivated through like faith and God and he helps you. But like, are you linked? Like, how do you find the different activities and people to serve? Are you linked with other organizations or like, how do you stay mm-hmm. motivated and driven to keep doing all of this? When I was board chair of the foundation, the grant education foundation is the caring arm of the district. Okay. So every district has a foundation and they are the ones that raise money for certain things and, you know, help kids and all that when they need clothing and beds and all that kind of thing. So when I was board chair, I kind of, learned a lot of who the principals were and how to navigate the district had a lot of meetings with the superintendent um those kinds of things so so 
Yeah. And then I connect with the Homeless Youth Resource Center. The biggest thing is if you're going to be a leader in something, that's the biggest thing you need to learn. You need to know how to learn. Constantly learning stuff. I have had to learn over and over again how to raise money. I used to be scared to death to raise money. Now I have no problem to ask you for money. Emma, will you donate $5 to the food pantry? That kind of thing. You just don't, if you if, if someone says no to you, it's okay. Yeah. It, it's just that you have to you have to ask for those things and then you have to go and help. You also have to teach. So I've been learning, I've I've been learning how to be patient and to be kinder and to listen more and to do all of those things throughout the years. I mean, it's just been, and that's kind of what has helped me do all of this stuff. I, you know, and go places. So I if I call the homeless youth resource center and say, what do you need? Like for the evening service that we do. Mm-hmm. Um I, I call the, um, you know, all the different charities and say, and they are so happy to tell us what they need. It's so great. Of course, they're going to, you know, if we can get help. But we have big donors for friend to friend. And so we, um, we use their money wisely. And we're not afraid to ask for more. Ask for more. <laughs> we need it so we can help more. Yeah, this year's been different. This, been, this year's been difficult. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. I think that's important for people to remember. Like, you're, you, you need to be able to be like to fail, and you have to relearn things over and over again. And people, I think, forget about that. Like, you said okay. it. You have to fail. If yeah. you don't fail, and you and you feel bad about failing, and you can't feel bad about yourself either. When you fail, that's when you learn big time. So I have failed over and over again. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. So. Obviously, you've accomplished so much with Friend to Friend and with all of the other organizations you've been a part of. But what have been some of like the challenges that you face and how have you overcome them? Overcome them. You will find that when you... (laughs) I got (laughs) you. I'm glad you're normal, Olivia. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When you... um, When you... When you're in a leadership position, you're going to meet people that want to do things differently than you and you have to listen to their ideas but when um what am i how am i trying to say this um some people have their own agendas right um as a leader you have got to be willing to to overlook that and you can't have your own agenda so you have to be able to listen to other people and say well what's your suggestion you know i've had so many suggestions with the food pantry it's great and then you you evaluate it and see if it works. And if it doesn't work, then you need to, you know, do something else. But that's a challenge because I, I working with other people, especially in the district, oh my gosh, there are so many rules that I don't want to follow. Like I can't go and put a food pantry bag on somebody that's food insecure and know where they live, right? But Mr. Prashan can, but if he's not here and that child is hungry, I want to just go do it, but I have to follow the rules. And that's hard for me because that's really hard for me because I want to help. But there's, yeah, there's not, there had, with friend to friend, I have never had any complaints from parents or anything. That's the other thing. If you're a volunteer, I don't get paid for it. So when you're a volunteer, I just say to the mother, well, you know, if I have anyone that's complaining, I just say, well, then you try to do it better. Come, come join us. Come join us and try it. You know, I think, it, yeah, unity, like, like you said, you got to all come together. That's, that's right. That's right. Okay, so one of our last will be like, 
Um, what advice would you have for girls in high school and how they'll be able to be successful and like learn these different like skills and leadership skills so that they can go on and make a difference in the world later on? Okay. So number one, the biggest thing is you have to know what you love, but you also have to try new things. So, I, you know, I was always trying new things. I was in the choir and oh my gosh, that was fun. You know, things, things that, and I can't sing anymore, but but, you know, you have to, while you're in high school and you're young, try new things. Don't, don't, um, you never know what you're going to love. You never know what you're going to major. Some people have their major down perfectly and that's great. That's awesome. But, but try new things, try new clubs. I've got Kate trying all these clubs up with you, even on Zoom. Just, you know, try everything. And number two, don't ever, always never miss a, an, uh, let me say that again. Don't ever miss the opportunity to serve somebody or to serve. You're going to learn more than anything from service, okay, um, on how to lead. The other thing is remember to learn, remember to go to school. Do not not get your degree, okay, unless something happens that's drastic or whatever. There's scholarships out there. There's, There's ways to get to college. Everybody has a way to get to college. And that's something I wish that I had finished. I might go back eventually, but I have too much to do right now. But the other thing is too, you guys, when you get a little bit older, it's important to be a mom when you have your children, but keep reading and learning. Keep your brain going. Keep doing things. When the kids go to sleep, read something, learn something. I've learned like history books, um, art, everything will give you experience for what you're going to be doing. And then, um, and then experience if you're not going to go to school, but when you get out of school, get as much experience in different things as possible and be creative, be innovative. Think about different things all the time. You don't want to do the you don't want to say the same thing over and over again. You want to think about a different, you know, you know what I'm saying? It needs, you need to be, start thinking about how, ways of being more creative. In that food pantry, we sit down and we go over ways of, um, okay, so how are we going to get them to learn to cook? How are we going to get them to, you know, we, we challenge pictures. We have them send us back pictures of cooking and we want the, want them to be sustainable. We want them to learn how to get jobs and do all of that stuff. We don't want them to be food insecure anymore. So you don't want to just do something to do it. You want to mean it from your heart and get it done. The other thing, the last thing I tell all these kids, I don't care what religion you are, where you are, what you believe in, believe in a purpose, believe in God, believe in whatever it is, and listen to that heart, listen to your inspiration. Constantly be thinking about where you're headed and what you're doing, okay? So those are the, that's a lot, all in one. That's a lot, that's a lot of answer. Well, that's great advice. I love that. So I say, yeah, I'd say for whoever watches this or whatever, I think the takeaways would be to it's all about uniting. Um, don't be afraid to fail. And would you say probably just try everything that you possibly can? Yep. Yeah, within reason. Don't don't here's the thing. I, I have a friend <laughs> said this many times. She says, Oh my gosh, I wish I hadn't tried things to get me out of what I was supposed to be doing. Does that make sense? Yes. No, that's what I'm saying. Know your heart. Know where God wants you. If that's who you follow or whatever your Zen is or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you follow where you know you're supposed to be. And then you try it all to learn. I have learned so much from the positions I've been in for right now. I can go up to somebody and say, we need help. 
And I have no problem asking because I've learned how to do it. But it's taken me a long time to learn because I failed at it, miserably failed. And then I've had to come back. And I've also, one other big thing, be patient and kind. I'm kind, but I have, I have had to learn how to be patient and humble. Mm-hmm. Humble. Humble is the best way to be a good leader and let people underneath you do things. Okay. So if you're going to be a good leader, you've got to have people you know, underneath you that are fantastic and they'll follow you if you have trust in them. Yeah. So, okay. Those are so great. Thank you. I'm proud of you guys. I am so proud of you for doing this. This is so awesome. No, it's, this is what we need. We need all of this. If you've ever heard of university or Utah Valley university has, um, Susan Madsen's leadership seminars. Okay. On there and look at hers. And she encourages young girls to do, she's a professor at, at Utah Valley and she encourages you guys, women to start leading because you, you, you know, women have some good voices. So that's yeah. and a lot of experience. Motherhood is leadership too, you know, and <laughs> motherhood is even more leadership. And you have a new baby, don't you? A cute new grand baby? Have a cute little baby. It's our 14th. Cute, cute little baby. Black baby. So beautiful. Oh my little God. Black baby. Oh, I know Emma loves, she's going to marry black. I can see a picture. I can really marry Yep. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, oh, you're welcome. Oh, you girls are awesome. I'm proud of you. You're Thank amazing. You. You're just the whole world. Thank you.